Welcome back to all our listeners. You are tuned in to Smart Self Growth, the place where you can grow and learn more about yourself and others. We are glad to have you back. Thank you so much for your support over the last few months. Uh, we are always grateful and, you know, things have been so blessed. Uh, today we're going to talk about auto suggestions. Marius, you can take it away. Yeah, thanks, Jan. It's uh, good to be back. Thank you guys once more for the support. Uh, so yeah, we're going to start off by reading a definition uh, straight from Google, just to keep it simple. Autosuggestion is a psychological technique related to the placebo effect uh, developed by pharmacist Emil Kui at the beginning of the 20th century. So it's a form of a self-induced suggestion in which people guide their own thoughts, feelings, or behavior. The technique is known to be used often in self-hypnosis. Cool stuff, man. And for those who don't know, can you maybe just explain what the placebo effect uh, really is? Yeah, so it's like giving someone a fake drug and they believe it to be making them feel better, but it really isn't. So this was used in the past a little bit more. Some would say it's becoming popular again. Placebo would normally be used in drug trials. You would give one patient the real drug and the other patient you'll give the fake drug and neither of them will know which one is getting which. For some reason, the person that's receiving the fake drug would uh, believe to be feeling better. Yeah, that's that's a placebo effect. Thinking something makes you feel better, which is really just not. Yeah, it's, it's a lot like uh, hypnosis, eh? Yeah, in hypnosis, you would place a suggestion on the subject or person and they would believe it. So auto-suggestion would be something you say to yourself and would believe it with all your being. So, you know, hypnosis, someone else towards yourself and auto-suggestion is from yourself to yourself. I mean, you're not going to use a little clock or anything like when someone hypnotizes you, but you're going to be repeating certain phrases to yourself a lot and imagining positive things and willing good things into your life for yourself, which in itself you can say it's almost like trying to hypnotize yourself. But let's just remember that hypnosis comes from someone else and not yourself. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Where does this happen in terms of our conscious mind uh, or subconscious mind? Yeah, it's actually a very good question. So, you know, it happens subconsciously because, you know, first we need to understand that our subconscious is a lot stronger than our conscious. Our subconscious eventually controls our conscious. So everything that goes on in your subconscious will eventually start affecting your behavior and the things that you do, like moral values and beliefs. Um, so auto-suggestion really affects the subconscious and then if it's done enough, it will start affecting your conscious. So for example, you could repeat the phrase, every day in every respect, I feel better and better. So you could call it a mantra, um, but you can do it every day and eventually you'll start feeling better because your body and mind uh, is going to start working together. And then it'll release the feel-good chemical or pain relief chemical, which is endorphins. Um, the same kind of endorphins that you usually get by training. So when you're saying this to yourself every single day, it can become quite powerful because it's you just keep willing this onto yourself. You'll start believing what you say. Yeah, that sounds very positive. It, it sounds a lot like affirmations. If I need to think now about Napoleon Hill's book, Think and Grow Rich... He mentions there that if you're going to auto-suggest, you have to connect it with uh, emotion. So you have to emotionalize that 
affirmation or desire or whatever you've got. And it needs to be coupled with a lot of faith. Um, and in that sense, then it will become real because I've, I've heard a lot of people say that affirmations is not working for them. And I guess that might be the reason why. And so this makes a lot of sense what you're saying, but if you need to get it into your subconscious mind, you're going to have to couple it with emotion and faith. But but then I need to ask you, what about negative auto-suggestions? Well, look, for the sake of this podcast, we are going to stick to the positives, but it is very, very possible for it to be negative, which is almost like the law of attraction where you people that are very negative attract negative things onto their life because they are imagining negative things, willing negative things over their life, saying negative things. Yeah, they're constantly like they're constantly focusing on those things. Exactly. So just like you can focus on positive things the whole time and will it into your life, you can have exactly the same effect when you are willing or imagining negative things. Yeah, like a bad self talk when you like did something wrong and you you sort of critique yourself that will completely ruin the positive stuff that, you've, that you're trying to do yeah look but we must remember that self-criticism it can have longevity if it happens all the time every day but i believe that self-criticism is momentarily where if you look at um, auto-suggestion would be something you do frequently oh yeah that's right yeah a person can have you know, critical self-talk very often, very frequently, just as auto-suggestion. Mm. But I would say that uh, most people just every now and then criticizes themselves where auto-suggestion is something you would do uh, quite a lot. Yeah, it's basically on a daily basis. Exactly. And you don't you don't criticize yourself every day. Well, some people will, but I think the majority of people won't do it all the time. I think it depends on your, um, your self-esteem. If you have a poor self-esteem, you're going to have a lot more uh, bad self-talk than positive ones because you can't always stay positive like the whole time, can you? No, you can't. Uh, I mean, that's the thing. It's when does it become substantial? When does it become frequent enough to kind of occupy your thoughts all the time? And once it occupies your thoughts all the time, it will eventually then start becoming you and your thoughts. Yeah, it seeps through into the, the subconscious then, eh? Yes, and then your subconscious starts controlling your conscious, which means your actions, uh, the things you do, the things you say, are then controlled by, how can you say, what you implanted into your subconscious. So yeah, being negative all the time, having bad talk uh, or critical self-talk will eventually uh, plant the seeds subconsciously and then it will affect your, your consciousness, which again, you'll start behaving in a negative way. So, so how do we do auto-suggestion then? So auto-suggestion, you can use meditation as a tool as well. Um, but remember, in meditation, when you are going to be focusing on your breathing, some people would use mantras, like you, we spoke about monks using mantras and so forth. You can use mantras, but mostly you will focus on not having any thoughts and focus on your breathing. Yeah, let's just stick to not using mantras. For this example and then when you're doing auto suggestion or auto suggestional meditation as if you can call it such you would then focus on the thing you would want for yourself so you are so going you're to- going to basically say 
a kind of affirmation while you're meditating. You're going to repeat it quite a few times, but you're going to be connecting that with a certain emotion so it sort of in, becomes ingrained into your mind, right? Yeah, because when you meditate normally and you focus on breathing, you don't really... It's only like in the moment. It's not something that you will onto your life if I can if that makes any sense. So the mantra that you will be using will be something that you really want for yourself, not just to get you in a good state of mindfulness, but something that you really would want. Yeah. And that would be the biggest difference between mindfulness meditation and autosuggestive meditation. Mindfulness meditation is just to clear your thoughts and get you in a good space and a space where you can regulate your emotions and become aware of your emotions and self-aware. And auto-suggestive meditation will be meditation you do to focus on your desires. So you're moving from mindfulness meditation where you're trying to avoid thinking, where you move to a different kind of meditation where you're basically going to reprogram your mind with specific thoughts that you're going to repeat so that it flows from your conscious mind or your thinking mind into your subconscious mind. And I think the reason why you mentioned meditation, I've, I can't remember where I've read that, but it came up somewhere that while you meditate, you, you sort of enter the same state as being in hypnosis. The brain waves are more or less the same. So it makes a lot of sense if you do sit and meditate, but you are now becoming like a, you're uploading certain software into your brain. Yeah, it's just a sort of, so mindfulness meditation is to sort of get rid of all the, the bad energy and to clear your mind, to reset your mind to focus your mind and auto-suggestive, like I said, is where you're going to be repeating and willing uh, positive things over your life and imagining good things. So yeah, you're going to have to practice a lot to, because there's a difference between the two and your mind will sooner or later know the difference. Sometimes you might, how can I say, involuntarily mix the two, but then eventually with enough training and enough mental discipline, you your mind will know which meditational state to get into after a while. This is actually really exciting, man. If you think about it, you can now obtain basically any skill in terms of your yourself, your personal self. And I'm not talking about you won't become a lawyer by just saying I'm a lawyer, I'm a lawyer. But I'm saying like you can obtain great skills but by just doing that and saying, let's for instance say I want to be more disciplined or I want to stop smoking or I... Um, want to have better relationships with these and these and these kind of people or I want to have these kind of people in my life so it, it, it sort of becomes a very very broad thing that's just connected to your imagination yeah but you have to also remember that you can't just imagine these things you would have to take certain actions towards these things so if you want to imagine to become let's take the lawyer example you want to become partner of your firm you need to, you're going to imagine you becoming partner of your firm, but there will obviously be actions that you would need to take. You will have to put in the work, put in the hard hours. You will have to be focused, disciplined. You would have to win most of your cases. There's steps that you would need to follow. There are, according to your law firm, obviously be criteria that you would have to meet. So you will have to action 
those things. So yes, you will imagine it, but you need to take action. So let's not forget, you're not just going to get things by imagining it. You're going to have to take action. Yeah, so this is just going to lead you to more specific kind of actions that will get you to your goal. I wouldn't say quicker, but in a more efficient and focused way. Yeah, you will you'll recognize opportunities. Um, but when you imagine yourself being the partner of the law firm, um, it will just, how can I say this? You, you'll basically be attracted to everything around what is required to become the partner. And you'll just be more zoned in on it. So your subconscious mind is basically going to develop a plan in your imagination that will get you to that position. Well, I mean, it's it's the mind, it's the subconscious, it's the conscious. So it it's it's very powerful. People underestimate the, the power of the mind and what you can achieve when you're really focused, which is why meditation is so powerful. Because once you master meditating correctly, you achieve that sense of focusedness and you can once you're focused you can achieve anything uh really yeah i mean I'm, i must say i also love uh meditating it's it's really a it's really a powerful tool for <laughs> many things in life yeah you can use it for for a lot of things auto suggestion and mindfulness or self-awareness is just a few of it you can meditate on anything basically because meditation is a is a, a focus of the mind so you can focus your mind wherever you want. So you can meditate over anything. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Jan, you can maybe give us, uh, I don't know if you have any instructions for us to follow what we can do um, for implementing uh, auto-suggestive mindset or, or if, you, if you want to call it as such. Yeah, so go into a quiet spot, preferably in bed at night or where you won't be disturbed or interrupted. Close your eyes and repeat aloud so you may hear your own words. It's important that you hear your own words. And then just repeat the written statement of whatever you desire or that you want to auto-suggest. And then you need to see yourself already in the position of that auto-suggestion that you are saying out loud. You need to be very specific about this. So you have to have a date and an amount if it's money or whatever you want to accumulate or have in your position, you need to be very specific about that certain thing. And now you have to repeat this every morning, every night, until you can see in your imagination that specific thing or auto-suggestion being a part of you. Then also place a written copy of your statement wherever you can see it in the morning in an, or in the night, or maybe write it on a mirror. Uh, anything would be great if you could just have it memorized and see it on a daily basis. And that's pretty much the go of it. After that, your imagination will start showing you plans for actions. You you just need to follow that. You you have to take the opportunities and go for it. You You can't just sit back and wait. If you say, I want to be a millionaire, or I'm a millionaire, or I'm rich and I'm successful. If you sit back and do nothing about it, that is just a dream. Yeah, because then everyone would be rich if we can just imagine being rich and not doing anything about it. And one thing that we just need to highlight is that you have to have faith in it. You have to believe it. Because if you, you can utter the words to yourself as much as you want, if you don't believe what you're saying, 
along with taking action, it's nothing's going to happen. Yeah. Faith is the strongest and most powerful and productive of all the emotions. Yeah, you got to have faith in yourself. You have to. I want to sing that song. <laughs> <laughs> got to have faith, yeah. Maybe we, can, maybe we can put the link for the song, but everyone knows where to find it. Yeah, cool. Thanks, everyone. And remember, the fact that you are actually listening to us is a positive indication that you are seeking knowledge, and it's also an indication that you are a student of growth subjects. And if you're a student, then you can learn. And if you assume the attitude of humility, man, you will become unstoppable. Yeah, definitely want to become unstoppable. So from myself and Jan, thank you guys for tuning in. Cheers. Cheers, everyone.